Welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators. As always, you can email us at reactivators at gmail.com if you got any notes. <laughs> uh, I'm your host... Mr. AAA, the COD King, the Indie Go-Go-Getter, Nick Funko Stanza. Joining me, as always, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnupp. Yeah, wait, wait, the Indie Go-Getter Go-Go is bad. Getter. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I, I think it's false and it's, it's false advertising. I'm playing um, Hades. I'm playing our game of the week. I, I'm 30 minutes into Stardew Valley. I'm an indie gamer, Tyler. Well, no, but let's I downloaded Undertale. Okay, but you haven't played it. How's games? Oh, they're fine. I, you know, I guess I'm playing some AAA games. Um, mm. Zelda, one of those still. I'm coming still coming for the sc- king. Coming for the king. Good lord. Um. Anyways, uh, Skyward Sword. I'm still playing that. That's about you- all I've had time for. If you come for the Cod King, you best not missed M Y S D. Okay, another video game. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, uh, if if we ever have shirts, uh, <coughs> you know, with our separate faces on them, that could be yours because I won't have that with my face on. What would your shirt say? Um, sadly, it would probably be wham wham. <laughs> and then just a picture of your face <laughs> yeah I crying i don't know i like it that sounds right that's what most of the time i when i see you you are crying and saying wow wow <laughs> yeah because usually tragic things are happening to me but i'll tell you who tragic things aren't happening to our special guest okay, he's had a perfect want life me- uh, you didn't oh. want me to ask you how games were? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> How's games? Games is good. Um, boy, what I've been playing, I'm just so steeped in. Okay, maybe we should have gamer. introduced the guest then. No, no, I could do it. Let's do. Uh, here is what I'll say. Uh, we were just on video games, a comedy show, talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Great episode. Uh, I killed it, <laughs> as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not true. I'm the most. I'm the second most annoying person on that show. Uh, uh, next to who? <laughs> say it. Well, he's been on our show. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's you. Uh, yeah, uh, no, that was super fun, though, and I did talk a little bit about um, Hades, which just released on PS5 and Xbox, and I downloaded it through Game, pa- Game Pass to my Xbox One. Game Pass! Game Pass. Sorry, I'm still British after last week. Uh, I That game is just so good. I My goal this time was to see how far I could get on the very first playthrough, because the game drops you in, and you just go. And it turns out I couldn't get very far. Okay. Let's bring our guest in. We have a fantastic guest today, a comedian and host of the Los Angeles-based comedy show Stacks, also a producer for the Sopranos podcast, Pod Yourself a Gun, and turns out he's a super stream producer for this show, as well as our Patreon spinoff, Stario Chart. Brent Flyberg, welcome to the show. Oh, that's right. It's me, Dub Brimp, aka Prince of Podmos, aka Mr. D3, aka Stream Abdul Jabrimp. Uh, <laughs> so happy to be here. <laughs> and I, when I listen to other podcasts and the guest interjects before the he he or she is or they are introduced, it pisses me off so much. So I was trying. Oh, it was so hard not to interject, uh, but I wanted to so bad. So I understand why other people do it, but I I would just like everyone listening. To know that I'm a respectful guest and I waited until I was introduced because that's that's what I like when I listen to a podcast. I agree with you. I, I did. I saw some mouth movements from you, like you were maybe saying the things that you were gonna say, but you didn't actually say them. Yeah, and you really teased me. Uh, you guys, you you ooh you ooh it was oh it was my turn ooh it was my turn and then it wasn't ooh it was my turn and then how's games Nick ooh I'm edging over here I was edging verbally. Oh. So, Brent, 
never been on this show before, uh, but uh, no, we'll get to that. Uh, how's games? <laughs> games, honestly, man, games are bad. My favorite game, um, which is the one where I go on the internet and I click a few buttons and the government gives me money, that game's over so soon. Um, and I oh, truly I see what this is. Okay. Yeah. And I'm dumb. So like the last time I, I applied for an extension, it told me it was like, you get 29 more weeks. And so I thought I was getting 29 more weeks. And then I actually read the website today and it's like, no, it's over. It's over on September 4th for everyone who's got like, you know, yeah. pandemic extension. Yeah. So that was the only game I've been playing since I basically, since I beat the game we're going to talk about today. Uh, and I truly just did this like minutes before the podcast, so I'm sorry if that's <laughs> not what you wanted to talk about, but it is all I can think about at the moment. Oh to clarify, God. you're talking about the unemployment game. Yeah, the unemployment game. Sure. The, the government the, leech game. The government leech gang. Some, uh, gang. I said gang. Yeah. Uh, that's you and me. That's you and me, baby. <laughs> um, no, but games uh, overall, I haven't been playing a lot of games. The last game I played, other than the game we're going to talk about, was... I went back to Super Mario Odyssey because uh, I couldn't leave the Ooh. house, which we'll get into. I yeah, I found out because like I had technically, I technically beat the game, but there's there's like a lot of extra stuff you can do, and I found like another boss to fight. So I uh, you know I I spent a couple days trying to beat that boss, and then afterwards went on the internet and found out that I could have been I could have been operating with more hearts. If I had just known to throw my hat at a specific rock before I went in there. So I am proud of myself because right. I did beat these big bosses with only three hearts. Uh, and it, it was hard and it took me a while. And then I and then there, it seems like there's still more stuff to do, but I just I can't I can't do it anymore. I don't care. That rocks. Yeah. Uh, thank you. That does rock. I, I love that game. How many moons do you have? Uh, I don't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got them all. It took me intermittently playing over about three years, but I got all 800 something of them. I okay. definitely don't have that many. I know I need another like 200 to get to whatever the next hidden world is. And oh, there's just no way I'm going to get those 200 moons. Because I, I just beat Darker Side of the Moon. I beat the boss on Darker Side of the Moon, and then it was wow. like, you need... I think maybe it was 500. It was just like just an intimidatingly large amount of moons. And I was like, never, no, I'm never yeah. going to do that. And then when you do get there, it's the hardest part of the whole game, the darkest oh, really? side. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that on our episode with Jeremy Schmidt. It's uh, like 12 minutes of muscle memory. Just you have to die so many times in each section to figure out how to play the next part. But my mind doesn't know how. I think I could probably still mm. beat it with my hands but i i wouldn't be there you know i'd be right. off in my sherlock mind palace oh yeah what is this a is this something that i've i've missed what is a you sherlock have, mind you haven't palace? seen benedict cumberbatch's sherlock where he can retreat into his own mind to solve uh, advanced equations and uh, mysteries no i haven't um, you know what skip it <laughs> yeah i when i said oh yeah i was gonna make the joke of something we all know of uh uh, but I don't. I didn't understand this reference. <laughs> oh, really? You didn't no. get it either? No, I okay. did not. I well, feel like I started the the Benny Cumberbatch uh, Sherlock, and uh, it seemed too highbrow for me. I was like, I'm <laughs> sorry. I want to get. I want to watch somebody get hit in the nuts. I don't want to watch this. I'm yeah, right. you're big on Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I love Family Guy. I love uh, just watching reruns of America's Funniest Home Videos on right. YouTube. Vine you... compilations, sure, <laughs> stuff like that. Cleveland show Cleveland show American dad Orville, yeah. Orville. the real the whole McFarlane verse that's Ted what I two. Into. what is it what Ted it? two Ted two Ted yeah two. yeah not a million ways to die sucks. in the west mm-hmm. ways. <laughs> yeah uh Brent let's get to know you a little better because uh if anybody listens to our stream watches it or listens to it when it gets posted on the patreon they probably have a pretty good idea of who you are but uh you're new to our podcast space so uh let's let's do a little talking with you first up tyler i believe referred to you as brimp already which is your Mm -hmm. nickname Mm -hmm. where does that come Mm -hmm. from that comes from uh, a comic book called Sex Criminals by Matt Fraction. It's very good. I say that uh, as a person who hasn't finished the full run. But what I've read, very good. And um, 
there is a section in early on in the in the it, there's a lot of sex in this comic book I, but it's not gross anyways um Ooh, but there Daddy early Mikey. on oh, one of the like one of the protagonists is, there's like a flashback sequence where she is describing how she like learned a bunch of stuff about sex from like an older friend and part of it is that she has this like book full of drawings of sex acts and they're all like goofy they're jokes they're like they're jokes but uh there's one that's where it's like this is brimping and it's like a crude drawing of a man holding a like a handful of a woman's hair and she's got a big like smile on her face and his penis is like in her hair um and <laughs> I also happen to be like weirdly obsessed with other people's hair, so it does. It right. just tracks. Yes. And, it's, uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, we've known each other for a long time. That's uh, mm-hmm. we should say that. Uh, Brent is no sex pest. He's not. No. He's not. <laughs> he's not obsessed with hair like that. Um, but uh, you know. No, uh, I'm not. And then, look, if you want to rub your stuff on someone's hair, as long as everyone's a consenting adult, that's fine with me. That's not what I'm into. And uh, also, I, you know, I'm, yeah, I would like to think anyways that I am a nice boy and I uh, am respectful. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, but you do love hair. Uh, I, I do love hair. Is, um, you're obsessed with hair. You have admitted to me that you have, you look at other dudes' uh, hairlines. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty often. I'm tracking. Don't worry. If I've met you, I have clocked what kind of shoes you are wearing and <laughs> your current level of hair recession. Okay. Can, what, can we do this on the podcast? I don't think we've talked about this uh, in a while. I don't know if you've ever said it yeah. to me. Have you noticed mine? Yeah. But I think that you your pattern of recession is like the perfect one where you're just kind Ooh. of developing alleys, you know, the power alleys where your temples are, you know. Okay. But you got so you got thick coverage in the middle there, so you can always kind of, uh, and you have like your hair has a lot of volume, you know. It's not curly, but it is like thick and wiry. It's wavy. So if you yeah, it's wavy. So you're good, man. You're good. You're gonna be good for a long time. The back of your head, there's no bald spot back there. I've clocked it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I do love this info. I don't know if I've like truly asked. Um, mm. And you got good wow. shoes. You've been wearing those Adidas. I think they're Continental 80s, the white ones with the red stripe. Those are good shoes. And your Doc Thank Martens. You. I've been looking into Doc Martens lately, but I don't know if I'm punk enough. Oh, no, you don't have to be punk enough. Uh, but okay. make sure when you get them, you got to get the um, Made in England ones. Those are legit. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Nick, last you've been quiet. I, last yeah. time I went to Doc Martin, I thought I had COVID. <laughs> oh. Did you? He, I think so. His temperature gauge was a shoe in my mouth. <laughs> a shoe, not a boot? <laughs> he gave me the boot right on out of his office, okay. <laughs> which was a shoe store. Uh, anyway, I'm excited for a recession season three on HBO. <laughs> okay, that was the other joke you were sitting on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have hair. I can't participate here. Sure. I sure. listen. I've never been more flattered. One, I I was. It did make me nervous, and that you were like, "Yeah, I have watched your recession," <laughs> uh, because I did not notice really until you had said that, that oh, the, which way it was going. <laughs> uh, but hey. And, and that goes, look, this this goes for any of my male friends out there. If you're wondering what's going on with your hairline, if you're not paying attention to that, I am. And if you want an honest assessment, text me, you know, we'll talk about it. Great. Thank you. Uh, Nick, uh, when did you commit to, to shaving? When did that, when was, when did you say like, okay, it's over? The day after my birthday, August 27th, 2019, because I, I made it that far. Pretty recent. Yeah. I, um. I was getting really uncomfortable with my, uh, you know, we're all Washington guys. I'll say it. My Twin yeah. Peaks. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then um, the back of my head was looking a lot like uh, Rachel Palmer. 
<laughs> All right. Is that her name? I haven't watched it. I haven't. I don't know Twin Peaks. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I see. Now we see Tyler checking his hairline. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> uh. But I just thought, you know what, I don't, instead of being self-conscious about this, that one of my friends might be checking out my hairline consistently mm-hmm. every day and just mentally mm-hmm. clocking it, I thought I'll, mm-hmm. just, I'll just go all the way and take it off. Mm-hmm. I haven't regretted it. Yep. Um, our friends, Nick, can you, can you, like, in your mind, can you just recall faces easily? Yeah, pretty easy. Okay. I, we, Tyler and I were talking to our uh, our friends Tanner and Aaron, friends of the show, uh, and they 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 uh, cannot very well. Um, and I'm realizing that part maybe part of the reason I don't know you know it's a which which one came first? Do I clock hairlines because I am good at recalling faces, or do I recall faces because I am cataloging hairlines all the time? I don't know, but I think that's part of the reason is. When I see your face, I can recall the last time I saw it, and if I notice a difference, it's like a spot the difference poster. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a little circle around it in my mind. Whoa! Wow! Friggin' mind palace, Sherlock. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) definitely it. It comes from a place of vanity that I'm not proud of, but I you know I'm this is who I am. (laughs) Uh, And then let's talk about this quickly. Is our last uh, not video game related question? I promise. You, you, it comes up on the stream often that you are uh, Seattle area adjacent. Like uh, this is true. Tyler and I. Why don't you tell us about your background? I grew up. Uh, I grew up in Briar. We were talking about Mount Lake Terrace a little bit before the stream, which is where I went to high school, but not where I grew up. And it is very, it truly, it is very important to my dad that I tell people that I am from Briar and not that I am from Mount Lake Terrace. Um, because he grew up in Mount Lake Terrace and then he moved to Briar, which is like right next to it, but like you know, generally. Uh, considered to be a nicer area or whatever. Um, but yeah, I grew up in Briar, lived in Seattle until I was 31. Uh, got tired of living there. I used to work at Microsoft. I was an engineer at Microsoft. It sucks. I wouldn't do it if I were Whoa. you. And, um, and then I moved to L.A., to uh, you know, chase my stupid dreams, and uh, here I am, hoping yeah. I don't run out of money after the government stops f- uh, giving <laughs> it to me. And, and here you are, you've landed right here, mm-hmm. <laughs> right here on this podcast with two dudes who also grew up. Well, one dude who grew up within forty miles of me, and another guy who lived in Seattle, just around the corner from me. Yep, and that's where you years. guys you met there. Yes, that's where we met. We probably met at. Hopefully we met at Scratch Deli, but I mean we might have met at Jai Tai, which is too bad. Um, yeah, these yeah, are both. You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are both performance spaces in Seattle. Scratch Deli, R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's come up on the show before, but it it was a truly know. like a a, a, a magic. Uh, he's shown his Scratch Deli cup uh, that he was gifted to him that. by former guest Meg Joe. I did listen to that episode on a road trip. Okay. Um, See, I recall things. Um, Scratch Deli, yeah, like the the kind of place that I feel so fortunate to have been in that place at that time. It was just kind of a magical confluence of personalities and circumstances where me and some people who I truly love and think are some of the funniest people I've ever met got to got a lot of freedom to create things and try to be funny and like bring people in and uh it was it was it was sick as hell dude and the sandwiches were so good Uh, they really were and i met some of my best friends there yeah same here i would i would say the same yeah Uh, what a lovely but now it's a um it's a uh, an eyebrow tattoo place from what I understand, they only tattoo eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like uh, it's not like tattoo. Like they don't they won't give you like a mom tattoo. It's like a specific type of right eyebrow filler tattoo. Okay, P- parlor. I don't know. <laughs> a parlor. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it's I'm too thinking, bad. But... I'm thinking about going there and getting extra eyebrows tattooed above my real eyebrows. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, I support that, Nate. Okay, yeah. Well, eyebrow eyebrow trends come and go. Like, thin eyebrows were in in, the, in like, the 2000s, and then, like, a thicker, stronger brow came in more recently. Maybe you start double brow. Maybe. Yeah. Just go all Eugene Levy over here. 
Mm. Uh, hey, speaking of, it's time for Costanza's Call of Duty Quarter. The more things change, the more they stay the same. 50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. The numbers, Mason. You mop it. Revenge is like a ghost. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Costanza's Call of Duty Corner, where I talk about all things COD. Doing a little throwback with the original COD Corner jingle there. Hey, Tyler, doesn't that just put a smile on your face? No. <laughs> I loved watching you do that. I've heard it so many times. I wondered, is he reading that off of something? I just want you guys to know, no, he's clearly got that memorized. He let it rip. I loved watching it. Oh, to see him call me a Muppet? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if that's been clear in episodes past, but that one line, you Muppet, is specifically directed at the guest every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent, so... Here's what I want to use this time to talk about, because I could go on about how Battle Pass Season 5 for Call of Duty Cold War just dropped technically the 10th Battle Pass uh, since Warzone started last March. And I, I was going to talk about how I'm not going to get it and this and that, but we all know I eventually will cave. So here's what I want to talk gonna about. You're going to get it. You know it, buddy. <laughs> uh, Brent. You are not a Call of Duty player, but at this point, you've probably watched several dozen hours of me playing the game. I'm just curious, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on on um, first-person shooters in general is, no thanks. I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge anyone for enjoying them. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're a psycho for enjoying them. Um, but I think truly what it comes from is that when I was younger, I was not good at them and I had friends who were, and so it just, they were never fun for me. Um, I think I played like, I think when I was younger, I might've played the story modes on some of the early call of duty games, like the ones where you storm the beaches at Normandy. I think I remember playing. Um, but generally speaking, the big red. Yeah. I think that, I I understand that for a lot of fellas in our generation, it is a way to stay in touch with friends. It is a social activity. And I think that is good. And I'm glad that my friends have access to something that allows them to build and maintain relationships. Um, but it's they're just they're not for me. That's fair. I mean specifically, how do you feel about me playing it? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I want you to have a, uh, I want, I honestly, I'm not watching when you play. (laughs) Wow. The truth comes out and that's something that I love. Yeah. I I mean, it's like, cause it's like, um, I'm sort of half watching the stream when we are streaming just to make sure nothing's going wrong. But it's like, I'm not really watching what you're doing on there. Cause it's like. I might as well be watching um, synchronized swimming where I can at po- at certain points it's like yes I can I clearly you, something happened there but like I don't I don't know if that was good or bad like it's I just I don't have the I don't have the context I don't have the the, the knowledge I don't it doesn't it's all Greek to me baby oh that's one of my favorite Washington area restaurants it's Greek to me oh I love it spaghetti I don't know that meatballs, one is. yeah where is that. Uh, the only one I know of right now is in Tacoma, but I think there's one near Seattle. It's like mm. fast food, but it's Greek. It's great. Interesting. Um, Brent, I'm just curious for uh, what's what's been your favorite moment on the stream so far? Uh, my favorite moment on or the you can stream. list any good moment. <laughs> any good moment. If you can think I of mean, a single good moment. I I I really liked when Tyler started asking you guys about when you were playing Warzone and he started asking you about astrology. Clearly I like that cuz we've been doing some version of that ever since. Mm-hmm. Um I also I was really pleased with myself when you guys were playing Warzone and I kept asking you the 36 questions to fall in love and not telling you that that's what they were. I was <laughs> not to pat myself on the back, but I was having a lot of fun with that. That was very fun. Thanks. Uh, I also, I, oh, and when Tyler um, fisted his uh, Kirby <laughs> plushie's mouth and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we gift him. I was a big fan of that. Those are my that, top three. That was my most watched TikTok video. I posted that yeah. clip. I think it got about a thousand. <laughs> 
with Great our friend bad. with our friend Anna Garcia, who is about two hundred times that in followers, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, uh, that's a lot of followers. I didn't know she had that. I didn't know she was in two hundred K. She's swimming in um Right. Yeah. She owes me a meal and I'm putting that on the podcast. So <laughs> for driving her back to the airport. Driving mm-hmm. back from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me. You hear that? You hear that, Anna? I want my I'm my meal. Tyler wants his freaking meal. That's been the cod corner. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this week, uh, we're doing something a little different for my segment. <laughs> I, of course, uh, retired the Solid Snake smoking section last week. It's gone. It's done. I'm trying to quit smoking cigarettes. It's a nasty habit. But what about all the people out there who love smoke? Well, mm. ghost of the show, Travis, and Brent's roommate. This is true. Uh, him and I have come up with a bit of... Well, he, he's, he, he has come up with a bit of a segment for me to do. And this is called Solid solid state smoking section uh where he is sending me a candle every every week and i am to review this the candle as if it were a cigarette almost does that make sense yeah well, still can we smoke from the candle yes but can we clarify why it's called the solid state smoking section that's right because every candle has a state theme to it oh mm-hmm. travis as Travis's roommate, I can confirm that he loves these location-based candle uh, company called Homesick. You, you can't see because Zoom's blurred it out, but I have an Australia candle here in my room. Ugh, good eye. <laughs> That's terrible. I know. Freaking well, Snake Island. Well, thank goodness Australia is not a state, so we won't be doing it. Well, we will be doing, and we will ju- be judging it by snake, snake. Snakes! <laughs> so that's three different snakes. Um, and the categories are, of course, statiness. How much does a candle smell like the state? Uh, hoity-toitiness, which is how, <laughs> how much did the candle cost? And smokiness. How much smoke did the candle generate? Um, so I'm going to get this lit. Uh, can we all see that? Nick seems to be on his phone, not caring. <laughs> no, I'm listening. Well, I'm okay. Well, it's not lighting. Tyler's lighting the candle. I like the little play on words there. Solid state because it's about states, but also the candle is in a solid state until it starts to melt. That's true. Mm. It's molecular wow. state changes. Wow. And does does the new PlayStation have a solid state drive? Does PS5 have a solid state hard drive? Do we know? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Know. So it all <laughs> it's a video game too. Uh, so I'm gonna say this not smoking at all for the listener tyler's trying to smoke well you gotta i think you this, is, this is also a southern california um candle did i say that already i think so this is a southern california candle and i'm gonna say this it's not smoking at all it is just a perfect flame <laughs> it is a perfect flame it's very beautiful you'll have to post a picture on social media with this episode uh just to describe for the listener what it looks like it's a white candle guys, it's got brent you guys never post these pictures you even called it out last episode you guys are yeah, always yeah. like we'll post a picture and you've never done it yeah, yeah. and so uh, this week i, I will personally we... take a picture of tyler's hairline and post it so that you can retweet <laughs> it. brent brent look don't blame yourself it's Lindsay's fault <laughs> um so Statiness. How much does candle smell like Southern California? I'm going to say not at all. What's, um, what is what, the flavor profile? I'm going to say the flavor profile is like almost like almost like the inside of a like clothing store that is like like hmm. a Hollister. Like a Hollister? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Which but is I mean, sort of like southern california inspired right that's sure. what a hollister is and maybe not even that because i think hollister has a very like perfumey scent this is not perfumey this is almost like this smells like a a grandma who is rich so i guess that is like southern california yeah 
Do you get um, any hints of California burrito in there? Um, in a candle? Or I've never even seen that. What about In-N-Out Burger? No, Smell not like one that? bit. No. It doesn't. So I'm going to give this a half a snake because it's almost there but not quite. Wow, if he were to emerge from the reactivator, his head would barely be poking out. It's true, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so hoity-toitiness. This was, of course, $28.45. That's pretty, I don't know, for a candle? Wait, how much? Seems steep. 28? It's like 28. That's too much. Okay, zero snakes. Wow, zero snakes. The first yeah. ever zero snake review on solid snakes smoking section. Solid, <laughs> solid states. States. Uh, and then, of course, number three, smokiness. How much smoke does this candle generate? This is this is this turned out to be a weird one because it's none. There's no smoke coming out of this. Is that a good thing though? I, yes. I feel like it's but, a good thing for a candle to not be smoking. Okay, one yeah. snake. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like crazy? Yeah, I mean, but at some point you will blow it out and then there will be smoke. Um, That's true. Yo, there is smoke. It is smoking. Okay, this gets a one, uh, an, uh, an, still a one snake. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes! So, overall, yeah. huh? Oh, I'd just like to apologize for jumping the gun earlier. When I heard you say zero snakes, I thought that was your final review, and I shouted that it was a zero snake review, and I was not paying close enough attention. Sorry, go That's on. That's true. That's okay. Uh, this is, no, this will overall be for the Southern California uh, homesick candle. It will only get one and a half snake. Snake. Snakes. You called. Ah. It's me, Snake. I'm back. Okay. Are you going to show up for all these segments? I might start doing it. I love okay. the smell of candles. <laughs> you do? Even better than cigarettes? The one yeah. in your mouth? Even better. This one, I'm not lighting it out of solidarity with you. I could have not brought it at all. But I did. Okay. Okay. I'm going away. Brent Flyberg. I just want to say, your hairline looks fantastic. Sick, dude. That means a lot coming from you. You always had strong hair. Thank you. Goodbye. Snake. <laughs> I had one other thing to ask him. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. We have to get to the game. What? Okay. Well, hold on. I have a segment. Snake, go away. Can I do my segment? Whoa. You have a segment? I prepared a segment. I don't know if you'll like it, but I prepared a segment. What in okay. the world? Okay, it's it's <clears throat> here comes uh, this segment is is called the dark side of video games. Ding, 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 ding. Video <sighs> games. It's all fun and games until it isn't. <laughs> Uh, this is where I read a news story that's kind of a bummer that is related to video games. Uh, this is the headline. Wow. I'm mostly doing was this. Was that supposed to be like the Twilight Zone? No, it was supposed to be like um, like one of those like uh, scary local news segments, you know, where it's just like okay. dark, ominous music and then like concern generation. Anyways, um, I'm mostly bringing this up because I – look – I don't know what's wrong with my brain, but I think about this so much. I think about this news story so much. And so I feel like it, it's sort of like uh, an it follows situation where I'm just trying to offload this <laughs> onto your listeners. Sorry. Um, but this is a news story from January 13th, 2007. The headline is woman dies after water drinking contest. A woman who di who competed in a radio station's contest to see how much water she could drink without going to the bathroom died of water intoxication, the coroner's office said Saturday. Uh, I'm not going to say her name out of respect, but she was taking <clears throat> part in the Hold Your Wii for a Wii contest in which KDND 107.9 promised a Nintendo Wii <laughs> video game system for the winner. And the contest was whoever could drink the most water without going to the bathroom would win uh, a Wii and this woman finished second place, did not win the Wii, felt sick. The radio hosts were making fun of her. And then she went home and she died. And uh, it's very sad. She was trying to win it for her kids. Her family did sue the radio station and get a $16 million settlement. Um, but I think about it all the time. It's one of the saddest stories I've ever heard. Um, you know what, Brent? 
Yeah. I remember when this story happened because I, I remember where I was. I was in the car with my mom uh, mm-hmm. in the Bay Area at the time. And it is also stuck with me. Yes, okay. That is me. Hey, where did that story happen? Uh, Rancho Cordova, which is... I don't know where that is. I can look it up. And to do it for a Wii... Um, I mean, I would. Uh, yeah. It's, it's well documented on this show that I love the Wii. Love a Wii. It's like it Sacramento area. Sacramento. We're in the, if, if everything went to plan, we would be in the dog days of Wii Boy Summer. <laughs> I try to blot that story out of my mind because it is horrifying and sad. And I remember yeah. where I was. Uh, I don't remember the context. I was pissing on something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, so that was the dark side of video games. Wow. A nice little bummer. Right yeah, a r- mm-hmm. real bummer. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. I do remember that uh, that was at the time when I really wanted a Wii, and I got one, and I think I was thinking about that as I got one as a Christmas present. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I don't know why it's so, like, embedded in my brain, just the way that, uh, thinking about, like, my parents and how they, like, tried to provide these things that I wanted but didn't need, like, video games and how they never had to resort to trying to win a radio contest, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's fucked up, it's fucked up that, that, um, whatever, you guys know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. I absolutely do, and here it is. Golf Story is a role-playing golf video <laughs> game developed by Sidegar- Sidebar Games and published by Nintendo. A top-down RPG adventure game, Golf Story follows the player character, an adult down-on-his-luck dweeb who returns to the sport of golf after having not played since he was a child. The unnamed player learns how to play, meets friends, and performs a variety of daily tasks that happen to include golf in order to level up and become the professional golf champion. Inspired by the Game Boy Color game Mario Golf and developed by Sidebar, an Australian-based developer, Golf Story was initially designed by a two-person team before eventually being finished by Nintendo, who worked to assist them in finishing the game after a lengthy development process. Originally released in 2017 for the Nintendo Switch, Golf Story received mostly positive reviews for its characters, story, and charm, with some reviews conversely saying it didn't add enough to the RPG genre. Nevertheless, Golf Story was listed on multiple 2017 best of lists, and a sequel was announced in 2019. Brent Flyberg, I understand this is one of your favorite games. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I played it, um, uh, I started playing it because Tyler recommended it one day on the stream and it sounded fun to me. And, um, yeah. and then I, I picked it up and yeah, it's, it's I, the way I've described it is it's like Pokemon, except instead of fighting animals, you play golf and I love golf. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I, especially, I really, I've always liked golf video games or something very satisfying about just trying to, to hit the button at the right time twice in a row. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods golf was a fun one that whatever the Mario golf on NES was one that I played a lot. Right. Um, and yeah, it's it's freaking sick, and it's the first game uh, in a while that I've like invested this kind of time into, which is, I mean, partially because it is a good game, and partially because I had COVID and I didn't have a lot of other options. Um, <gasps> big reveal! Yes, I did. I had COVID, and that's honestly the only reason I finished this game. Um, Brent, at I, the start of this, when I introduced you, I said nothing bad had ever happened in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, all things considered, nothing terrible has happened because here I am, I'm fine mostly. Um, but yeah, I really lucked out because I was I went on a road trip to my parents' house with uh, producer Trav. Uh, I'm calling him your Ghost. producer, Ghost, uh, Ghost Trav, um, and he brought the Switch because he thought he might play it at some point. And then I got sick and I couldn't leave the bedroom at my parents' house, and I was so happy to have Golf Story because I would have I would have lost my mind without it. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun little like eight bit like you play the golf, you gotta you gotta solve little puzzles, you walk around, you, and there's just like it's just full of fun silly little characters, and you get to you get to play golf. 
yeah, this game has a lot of charm. I was going to write that down before I cribbed it from the Wikipedia page. It it has one of the my favorite uses of text bubbles, where people will talk in text bubbles like a comic strip, but then they will tilt over their head, or the letters mm -hmm. will be big sometimes and then small in the same sentence, mm -hmm. and you really get a good feel for tone in a way that's not mm -hmm. actually encapsulated by text. Mm -hmm. It's very fun, and the guy is such a, a dork. Your your loser main character, I love him. It was like if I started playing golf, except that he is good at it. <laughs> and now, in this, yeah, I agree. But if I'm being honest, I'm I'm not really paying attention to any of the dialogue. Really, I am. Look, this is, and we, I, we've talked about this a little bit, but I don't play a lot of video games, and it's and it's mostly because I don't feel good after I play video games and I this is a personal problem I have sort of obsessive tendencies so when I start playing a video game I need to finish that video game or I need to not play it at all so when I am trying to like beat this game and someone is talking I'm like I don't care about your wife <laughs> like I don't <laughs> so I, I think that early on I was like this is fun because I, I, I noticed early on that like some of the speech pat before I knew it was an Australian based game yeah. The some of the lingo and the and the like speech patterns, I was like, are these people Australian? Like they talk like they're Australian, and I thought that was funny and 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 interesting. And but yeah, towards towards the middle, when I was like, when I knew that it like, okay, I might be able to beat this before I go before I am able to be on the world again. Like I just wanted to beat it so bad, and so I like the dialogue. I was at times just like, come on, I don't care. I just want to play golf. Interesting. I I hear that take. I mean. I, that's a, a little more reasonable in a game like this than something like, say, skipping cutscenes, which mm -hmm. I believe has gotten more popular, but certain games, like think of God of War or The Last of Us 2 and stuff, they're showing you a movie in between gameplay, mm -hmm. and to me, that that's important to me to get the mm -hmm. complete experience, but, you know, in Golf Story, it doesn't matter that much, probably not, if you're there to play golf. Uh, but I want to hear from Tyler. Brent, you were introduced to this game by Tyler. I also was. Tyler, tell us about your love of golf story. Yeah, I loved it, and everybody clowned on me for it. <laughs> um, I um, I liked it quite a bit. I still do. Um, it's I love golf video games. I, I also like these, uh, like, Mario golf games. And... I had I just like I picked it up because I think I heard our friends on video games a comedy show talking about it a while ago and it was on sale and I was like I want to I'll, I'll try it out and then I got I just hooked immediately and it's mm -hmm. like and, and I also I love the I, I love the eight bit like I, you, I think you are right Brent that it does feel sort of like a Pokemon game but it mm -hmm. is just golf um, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's like it's very satisfying. It's like very mm -hmm. satisfying because the controls they have for it do they they are a little technical, you know? Yes. Like mm -hmm. they, like and so it does like the farther you get, the 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 more satisfying it is when you yes. when you make make a hole. Yeah, when you sh when you're shaping your shots and you're yeah. you're like using spin and stuff and playing the wind and yeah, when you get like a when you like chip one in and get a mega eagle, oh baby, oh does that gosh. feel good? That's rarely happened, but mm -hmm. uh, um and you guys the the everybody keeps calling this guy a loser and a dweeb. I thought he was fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. By design, but I think that's I what's think he's a dork. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, ahead. well, I think that that's what's fun about the game is the whole game. Everyone's like this freaking knob. Like, look at his <laughs> ugly swing, and you're like, what did he do to these people? Yeah. He's got like kind of a pompadour. I guess that would piss me off. So yeah, I, I loved his hair. Great <laughs> hair. hair. It bounces as he walks around. Let's talk about this. He's a he does is a white male with a pompadour wearing a green shirt who looks pained as he exists he's always out of breath no matter where you go <laughs> if you don't uh press any buttons for a second his idle animation is he'll take out some kind of little canteen i think and drink from it i'm pretty sure that's what that is it's a fly uh, oh, that's funny a i never noticed that yeah well Might you're skipping it <laughs> <laughs> um but uh he's he's fun and there's a lot of great uh characters in here too um, different worlds that you can go to. The world map is Australia, to talk about mm -hmm. that for a second. Uh, early on, somebody says crikey, and I mm -hmm. 
I I never been totally clear if that's an actual Australian expression or not, or if that was a like the Outback Steakhouse, some American <clears throat> thing that they're passing off as another culture. I thought that was a Steve Irwin thing specifically. Okay. But I don't yeah, I don't know if that it, it, it extends beyond him or if it's sort of it a, like... a knifey spoony situation where we associate it with <laughs> one Australian and, and by extension all Australians. Right. It could be like an older Australian thing. I think I even asked about it when I was mm. in Australia and I, I can't remember the answer. Uh, too painful. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, after that, it becomes a little more clear, even without reading the game. Oh, these people are not American. There's slight cultural differentiations, but mostly uh, the dialogue. There, you're getting more gadets as it goes on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there's also different worlds in the game. There's the main golf course that you start at, which is... Well-worn Grove. Well-worn Grove, and it is kind of beat up. It's not horrible, but there's some riffraff around. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you can go to... Uh, what, uh, Brent, list them off for us. There's a Cheeky Beak Peak, which is very windy, and there are birds that come into play while you're playing golf. If you hit it too close to a bird, it might move your ball. Some of them will help you. Some of them will not. Um, There's Oak Manor, which is like a haunted golf course. That's a lot of fun. That one is. There's one. I forget the one that's kind of got like a prehistoric vibe. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what it's called either. It's orange. Everybody is dressed like yeah. cavemen, and there's dinosaur bones mm-hmm. popping out in tar yes. pits. Yes. Classic Australia. Yeah, classic Australia. Uh, there's the snow. There's one that's snowy. I haven't been to there. Can I be honest? Yeah. You you have beaten it. Yeah, I beat it. That's wild to me. Yeah. yeah. I get stuck in little things, and mm. which makes me very annoyed. So I, I've done everything you can possibly do. In Oak Manor, the 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 skelly. This place. haunted one, yeah. The haunted one, and I keep looking it up. I kept looking it up on Reddit, and people were like, "Yeah," I'm st-, and it was like seemed to be stuck at the exact same time. And there was one offhanded little comment of like, "Did you talk to the guy with blue hair?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I probably did," and just didn't. And then I just like <laughs> put it down for a long time, and then recently came back to him. And then right before we started recording, I talked to him. He was like, "Do you want to start the course?" I was like, God, "Yeah, God. yeah." <laughs> That's that is my one complaint about this game is that like that happened to that similar thing happened to me on the snow level where it's like, no, I did everything. What are you doing? What? And it's, and there's, cause most of the people who you need to talk to have a little speech bubble over their head. But then yes, a couple of times you need to talk to a person and there is no speech bubble above their head. And it's like, why would you, why would you like establish that as like an important conversation needs to, like if they have a speech bubble, you need to talk to them. And then, and then like, yeah, kind of like withhold that information from you sometimes. So you get stuck like that, that aspect of it did get frustrating for me a few times as well. Yeah, Yeah. I, I get that too. I talking to people and then completing their little quests sometimes it's unclear when you've actually finished the deed. Yes. A lot of the time they will give you a notification. You've done this. You've uh, fed this many golf balls to turtles or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, but sometimes they don't. And that tripped me up a bit. I am surprised. I have not beaten this game. I thought I was going to beat it today. I, I'm really close, but you have to play eight courses in the last yes. one. <laughs> it is also so, yes, it is a much longer game than I thought it was. Yeah, like, I, I don't know how many hours, hours I put into it. You're 20 hours deep? I think so. I'm doing everything, every side yeah. quest, too. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think I probably did, too. I'd have to look into it because, I mean, it, it was kind of a blur because there were, like, four days where I was <laughs> just laying in bed playing this game basically at any, like, I, until I fell asleep, which was kind of often. But, um, yeah, I, I felt like, because, like, in the middle of that week, I was also, you know, not feeling great and just sort of generally feeling cranky. And I was like, how fucking long is this? How many fucking golf, golf do I have to play to win this game? You said golf well, for a second. That's actually part yeah. of the game. Yeah, golf. There's the video game within the game called golf. <laughs> yeah, you could play a little. Which I find very difficult and not fun. It's yeah, so hard. Yeah. It's it's almost like the original uh, NES Mario Golf, which yes. I, I don't have much patience for. Um, mm. It does sound like I have introduced you both to this game, and now you're both farther than me, and that pisses me off. 
pretty embarrassing. I had to look some stuff up for help too. Uh, I freaking knew how to talk to the right person. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I okay. Stuff Got all the way to cold wind wastes. But if anyone's playing it and you you get stuck, ninety percent of the time the answer is just do a different task because you just sometimes you're like no i need to feed one more turtle or whatever but it's like you don't know where that turtle is until you go talk to this other guy and he wants you to find him a red bandana and once you find him a red bandana he'll show you where like the other turtles are or whatever it is that that if you've done all of that talk to the guy with blue hair (laughs) (laughs) with blue hair uh brent it sounds like you're a fan of golf story but have you ever Mm -hmm. been inside golf story emotionally yes literally No. Physically. We've never heard emotionally. Mm-mm. Oh, I lived in it for four days. Are you kidding me? Um, oh, but not okay. physically. No, not physically, no. Ah, there we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we sent you a reactivator. Actually, you kind of have had one already because um, you're part of the stream, <laughs> even though we never use it on there. Uh, we gave it right, to you yeah. early yeah, on. It's, it's sitting right here. Uh, you okay, well, you don't seem that thrilled. <laughs> I, it's it's scary to me. I don't know. Going into a video game it seems scary to me. It's not scary. It's fun, and there's no improv. There, do I have none. to? Do I have to have a job in there? Do I need income in there? Oh my! Depends on you know who we meet. But okay. Because if I mean if if I don't need income when if we get there and I don't need a job, I might ask you to leave me there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so just. Uh, all right. Well, let's go in. All right, mate. So you want to know where the turtles are, do you? I just, I need, yeah. I don't really want to know where the turtles are, but if I, if I'm gonna get, if I'm gonna get on the tour, for some reason, I have to feed all the turtles. So, well, I'll tell you where the turtles are, but first, you gotta do a little something for me. It all started when I met my met me wife. <sighs> Okay. Beautiful Sheila she was. We Uh met back in 1993. And I start poking Tyler on the chest. Excuse me, mate. You got got something to say? I'm trying to... I'm just trying to make you talk faster. Because if... Well, it ain't gonna work. Because if you want to know where the turtles are, you're gonna have to listen to this whole thing. Okay. True blue Aussie she was. That's how I knew I loved her. We got hitched back in, eh, 1994, somewhere around then. Oh my god. Can I just please skip this? Can I please skip this dialogue, sir? If you keep interrupting me, it's gonna be a lot longer, mate. Ugh, fine. Go, 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 go. Alright, you know what? I'll I'll try and go a little faster. I'll try and cut a little bit of the fat out here. Thank you. There we were, our wedding night. Okay, it seems like you've added fat, sir. <laughs> Excuse me. Would you call her? No, not. I'm sure she's a. I'm sure Sheila is beautiful. I'm not talking about Sheila. Please, just tell me the story so that I can find the turtle, so that I can play golf. Please, please, okay. please. All I wanted was play golf. <sighs> there we were, wedding night. God damn it. Beautiful dress. Mm-hmm. Very respectable wedding. Internet Bit of a short time wedding, from being honest. We say that over here. During the improv. We had a little, we had a little kiss. A okay. tiny kiss. And on that kiss... Was a pearl. Oh my god, you got him. You can just... The dramatic pauses have got to go, my man. <laughs> uh, uh, what? I'm tilting me head, just so you know. Oh, good. Thank you. I, yes, I see that, and the the sunlight is just glaring off your forehead. Were you... What was your... Never mind. I was going to ask about your hairline, but I don't want to know. What the... Something's happening to me, eh? I don't know. I'm just wondering, because you, you, you're at about, I would say, 40% recession, which is 
you know, fine. Every man over the age of 30 is... I used to think people were bald or not bald, but really it's like we're all at various states of recession unless you are truly blessed. Uh, and so, like, you're doing fine for a man your age. You look, What are you, like 65? Oh, well, no, I'm for, 45. What? Oh, okay, never mind. Then you... You look... I just want to know about the turtles. I don't want to get into how you look. Can we just... You oh, look old to me. I'm sorry. I was about to get to the part where I needed you to find me. My wife's peril. But now they... Do I really look that old? Yeah, I... Sorry. Oh. Yes, you look 65 to me. Do you wear sunscreen? Oh. You see, that text box just shrinks. <laughs> oh. Oh. Are you... <laughs> sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I gotta go. I, it seems like this is one of those situations where I got stuck and I need to go talk to someone else, so I'll, maybe I'll see you later, okay? Okay. All right, Mike. And I, and I leave, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm bopping and my hair's bouncing, <laughs> and I walk over to a different course. Flap, 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 flap. Good day! Hi. Hi. Um, can I play golf here? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Oh, cheeky cool. big peak. Sorry, what was that? Cheeky big peak. Ah, uh, yeah, I love cheeky big peak. Let's play around. It's woo. It's uh, the wind blows um, the hat off my head. Oh, it's windy out here. Wait, looks like that hat bounced on your head, then flew off. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. I had it set just just so. Uh, but honestly, I don't care. I don't need the hat. Somebody that can have reminds it. me of a story. Oh no. Me, I met me husband. No, nah, wait. Back in 1993. Wait, how how? I didn't actually ask that guy's name. That was rude of me. Um. I lied to him. Said I was true blue Aussie, but as we can tell. Me accent's a bit all over. Wait, are you looking for a pearl? What? Are you yes. looking for a... Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I need to... <laughs> okay, this is good. This is good news. If I get to... If I find your pearl, I get to play a different golf course, I think. So, but um... wait till I get to that part of the story. Oh, God. <laughs> it all started on me wedding night. And, and he holds up a picture of his wedding night for me. Yeah. <sighs> See? Yeah. Beautiful dress. What yeah. Now I think Your it actually face is looks different. Have you had work done? Excuse me? Sir, I I just noticed things like this. Did you did you get like a did your eye did you did you do like an eye lift? It looks like maybe you did an eye lift like ten years ago. Uh, I mean no. Um well had a bit of Botox. Don't tell. Don't tell many people about no it. No shame. I think everyone should do whatever you know makes them feel good. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's a problem with it. It was kind of rude for me to ask. I guess. I'm sorry. Please continue. Your, your, you. It was your wedding night, and at some point there Text will be a box pearl. Drinks. No. No. Sigh. We cut to the. Uh, we cut to the uh, the pro shop. Oi. Need a club, do ya? Yeah. Um, I just want to get a club and then get out of here. Interesting. So. Hold on one sec. Oi, Nick. Yeah? Don't you think his eyebrows is looking a little weird? Oh, yeah, it is a little weird. Different. Different? I'd say different. Yeah. We offer tattoos. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, I just wanted a golf club. Oh, well, we sell them too, but oh, I was thinking if you want a golf club, I could tell you about my wedding night. Uh, I don't see why we need to bring your wedding night into this transaction. <laughs> well, look, I met my wife. I uh, got this club here. I don't know, it could improve your game. It's one of the best we have on the market. Oh, is that the Pure Strike Iron? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much does it, and how much does it cost? Oh, uh, well, it's pretty expensive, but 
If Please you get just a tell tattoo, me a dollar amount. <laughs> you get a tattoo of an eyebrow, above your eyebrow, maybe look a little thick, as is the style of the time. And there is a discount if you get both eyebrows done. Mm-hmm. Is there a... Will it... Okay, let's do it. You know what? If that'll move things along, I tattoo my eyebrows, please. Fantastic. We'll start get started right now. I'm getting my ink out. Just don't move. It's going to take two hours, and you have to listen to all this unskippable dialogue about our wedding nights. No. Okay. Two hours later. Wow. All right. Um. Ouch. That hurt. Uh. That's. I didn't think about needles on my face, but uh, can I buy that golf club now? Oof. Nick. Yeah. You botched the job. His eyebrows look like sheet. Oh, Oh, no. no. I really effed up here. Crikey. Give me a mirror. Give me a mirror. Here you go. And I, I look in the mirror. There's X's over both of my eyebrows. What were you thinking? I screwed up, so I try to I try to cross them out, and so I could start over. But it doesn't really work that way with tattoos. It's not. It's, it's not your homework. This is my face. I'm a golfer. <laughs> Wait, this is a golf shot. I was playing golf. Nick, you were playing golf at work. Oh, golf, Todd. <clears throat> uh, do do you? Uh... Can I can I at least buy the clubs now? And cut to Brent on the course with the new club. All right, mate. Well, I'm uh, happy to play you one on one here. Looks like great. You, some... you want to do match play? Let's do match play. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna get out great. my driver. Go ahead. All right. Uh, click click bloop. Look at it, saw. Yeah, you got some good distance on that. And it lands in the fairway and it rolls up near a bird. And the bird flies down and picks it up and eats it. What? He ate my ball. (laughs) Yeah. Fudge. I've never seen that. It sucks. I was trying to win. What do I do? I guess you could... I guess you could... I don't I don't mind. You can just take another shot. We can just call that a mulligan. I don't care. Print. That was my ball. I'm gonna go have what? to whack that whack it out of that bird. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm doing it. Here we go. Alright. Yay, little birdie, don't move here. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> and the bird just like explodes into feathers. Um and then the greenskeeper rides up. Oi, what are you doing? Oh, oh I'm so sorry. A, a bird ate my ball, so I, I beat the bird to death, and I'm just going to keep playing. Crikey, mate, that was my favorite bird. Oh. You're going to, you're going to jail. We, oh. see, we see out of the tuft of, of exploded bird, the golf ball falls down, but also the pearl. And I'm back at the tee. Ah! I need that. And I and I run full speed. And I hit the pearl by mistake. Set it flying no! across the course. No. Uh, that went a lot farther than my ball. We cut to on the other side of the course. Guy with blue hair. I don't know what they're doing. They're supposed to be talking to me first. Brent Flyberg, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. It's nice to to finally um, be a guest on this on this uh, podcast that I, uh, you know, am peripherally involved in so often. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug today? Uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, please come to Stacks at Sideshow Books on September 16th. It's outside. Uh, we, you know, we do ask that you get vaccinated before you come, but it's outside. So, uh, please come. It's, uh, $5. We'll have funny comedians listen to pod yourself a gun. It's the only Sopranos podcast available on Apple and iTunes and all that stuff. And if you have like some sort of a high paying, um, job, that's really easy. Oh, please just, 
hit me up on Twitter uh, at Brent Flyberg or Instagram at Brent Flyberg. Uh, I I I need I need I guess I need a job. All of a sudden. <laughs> uh, well, Brent, thank you so much for being our super producer on the stream for all these weeks and uh, your work on Stario Chart as well. Uh, you are a champion and we appreciate you greatly. It's so nice to finally have you on the show. Thank you. Tyler, do you have anything to plug today? Shop69, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, yeah, check out Stario Chart on the Patreon. $5 just once. You get a couple shows, uh, two, two extra shows. So. Yeah. Oh, I think that's my other plug. Stereo chart. If we get enough Patreon subscribers, maybe that could be my job. Help us out. Hey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Start donating. Uh, get Brent some income. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza. And as always, there will be a companion stream on Twitch at Nick Costanza every Wednesday at 730 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All three of us are on there. It's a blast. You can also follow this podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Shout out to our producer, Lindsay Deming. And uh, you know what? Our stream producer, Brett Flyberg, for making Woo. this show slap. This has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Bye. Bye.